0: you just can't take it
1: What's up, Rohit? Aaron,
0: how are you, brother? Well- Well, this week has been bat shit crazy, and that is why we are bringing a very, very special. It's like back when you watch TGIF, and uh, there were always those very special like sitcom episodes where like someone's pet goldfish died. This is our version with the hopeless show of a very, very special episode because things are going crazy this week. We have two things in particular. The debates happened and uh, President Trump has COVID. And so we thought we would make this show a debate. It's going to be a debate between Aaron and Rohit, who are also sometimes going to be maybe the presidential candidates. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But the goal of this is for you, the audience, to tell us who you think wins the debate when it's all said and done.
1: So we're going to have a a list of topics as we're going to go through. We'll number them. And then if you would like to tweet at us, send us an email um, or, you know, or some snail mail, um, let us know who you think won each topic. And uh, we will, uh, you know, we're going to uh, sort of tally it. And then because you will be the ones that eventually determine who's right and who's wrong.
0: Yes. And uh, and also. Before we jump into the debate where we are going to topic, cover some crazy topics and, as you know, that are going on really as we speak. I mean, the president is at Walter Reed, um, obviously, in some form of sickness. But we'll discuss that in a minute. One thing I'm going to do is the, the always shameless plug because our film Tar is opening. It's uh, in select markets now and it's opening wider uh, this week. So if you go to Tar the Movie that's the website the official website you can pre-order the film if you don't want to go to a theater or a drive-in because you're um concerned about the virus to a degree where that's your how you're doing it if you want to go to a drive-in or a theater also go to tar the movie and you can find where we're playing and i really can't wait for everyone if you want some escape from all the insanity that's what our movie is fun escapism to have a good time and uh, and fun and and go on a little adventure during, uh, during these crazy times for October and Halloween. So we can even debate how well a uh, plug I did for the film. How do, how do you think I
1: did on the on the plug, Rohit? I think uh, 7.3 out of 10. So pretty good. What could I do to improve, to improve the plug? I think some sound effects. Some, uh, <laughs> you know, just some sort of, uh, you know, some, some rips from the, from the film. Um, I think th- I think we, there, you know, right now this was pretty much mayonnaise and salt as toppings. You could add some Cholula <laughs> next time, to be honest. Cause All right, so you, you got it. It's there. Yep.
0: Yeah, next week I'm going to add some stuff. There's going to be more to it. I might go into character. Yes, mm, do that'd it. That'd be good.
1: Exactly. But mean for it. now,
0: we've got a debate. We've got a debate, and uh, enough with the film. It's time for the debate. So, do Rohit, would you? Here, I'll, I'll I'll moderate. How's that? I'll, I'll be moderator. I'll, I'll do some sort of, sort of Chris Wallace, Richard Nixon
1: impersonation. All right, moderator. will you be the moderator? I'll be the timekeeper, and I'm going to be... All right, you're strict. the
0: timekeeper. So, <clears throat> who actually won the debate last week? Who won the debate last week? Rohit,
1: first. All right, here goes my two minutes. Um, I don't need to use the entire time, but... I can tell you didn't win the debate. That was the American public. Um, I think if we were to look back at that historical tragic debate, um, I, I actually think there's a few ways to look at this. One, you could argue coming in, it didn't matter who won it because pretty much everybody is decided at this point who they're voting for. I think it's it's I and I do honestly feel that Donald Trump was going to win this election I've been saying it for a long time I don't think anything has changed I still think he's gonna win the election and I don't think he lost very many supporters if he might have maybe there are some people that were on the fence that were put off by his behavior and his antics but repeatedly I think as abhorrent as his behavior was with the interruptions of Joe Biden, with insulting his his deceased son, with just everything that you could name that he was doing, lies, this and that, I think in the end, Trump actually won the debate and he didn't win it because he was answering questions correctly and he was sort of like pulling zingers and what he won it because... This war is now being fought on his turf. He knows that he dominated that stage. He knows that he dominated the camera, dominated the headlines. And in the same way that Joe Biden was like sending out emails, as we had in a previous episode, hey, come meet me and blah, 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 kind of following the Trump tactics. Joe Biden is now going to have to, if he's going to compete with Trump on this stage, he's going to have to play as dirty and nobody can beat Trump at his games. And I think he proved that. And so therefore, I think Donald Trump won the debate and time.
0: And now Aaron, uh please chime in with your uh, rebuttal. And thank you for not interrupting. All right, I couldn't disagree more. Rohit, I uh in watching the debate, I think that all Trump did was appeal to his the base within his base. I don't even think he helped the broader base of his base because he just looked like a child up there. It was pretty embarrassing, even his body language. Um I, I don't know if you know this, but I have a doctorate in body language. And his body language was that of a scared child. He just looked like an angry, scared child who was going to go to... Uh, who was maybe going to be sent to the principal's office. And Joe Biden did exactly what he had to do, which was stay calm, have some zingers, and wait it out. Because there was nothing really else you can do when someone is just yelling into the mic. Like in this debate later, I I might do that to you. And let's see how, how you can... Uh, how you can overcome it. And then the other thing, the biggest thing from this was Trump would not condone white supremacy. And that's what got all the news. So anyone who has any sense of moral standing in this, uh, in our country, and you, you can't support someone who doesn't condone white supremacy, period, the end. So I just think that Biden did what he needed to do. He looked like the sane person. He didn't look like the crazy evil villain in like a bad Transformers movie. And that won the debate for him, and he also made some good policy points. Trump didn't say a single policy thing. Period. He just looked like a crazy man. And All right. that's it. Yes, rebuttal, Rohit.
1: Okay, so you come in. Uh, yeah, you came in under time. Um, here's my rebuttal. I don't think people actually care about policies. Americans that are tweeting, Americans that are, you know, writing op eds, Americans that are fucking wearing red hats they do not care about policies they care about news headlines they, gave her, they care about personality Donald Trump won because of a cult of personality he's already survived scandal how dare you talk
0: about cult of personality how dare you talk about cult of personality you're the one who has no personality it, it's, you're the one don't even answer me you're the one who has no personality you have nothing to say you're not smart what you're saying personality you have none
1: Well, it's that is. You said, well, you said, well, you think you're
0: well, you think you're well. I'm the wellest person on this stage. I'm the wellest person on this stage. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? If if someone just does that constantly, all you do is wait, because otherwise you become as low as he is. And to me, that's how Trump
1: came off. And here's the thing. Joe Biden is not going to win this election by staying at Joe Biden's level, where he's probably not gonna think he's gonna, because people are not gonna vote for Joe Biden for staying at his classy level. And that's the thing, Americans do not care about the policies, right? Donald Trump is has survived scandal after scandal, dickhead thing after dickhead thing, and he will continue to do that. And actually, the policies that he's passed are nowhere as bad as the rhetoric that he has been speaking, which is abhorrent. And I don't love his policies either, but, This dude is untouchable. The people that voted him in are gonna vote him in again. And there is no way that people are going to vote when they feel attracted to the person and the persona. You're not gonna, it's a cult of personality. Oh wait, 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 Joe Biden is running as an alternative.
0: I just heard something there. You said you're attracted to the person. I believe you were attracted to Donald Trump. And let's leave it at that and go on to the next question.
1: (laughs) He's very hot, yes. Um, no, but yeah, I, I don't think we'll come to an agreement on this, but um, I, I, I don't think that there's any way that in a debate format Joe Biden can come out on top if Donald Trump keeps being Donald Trump because that's what got him in there, that's what's keeping him in there, that's what's keeping his supporters in there, and that's what it's that's what it's going to get him reelected. Well, I think
0: let's leave it to uh the listeners to see who uh they think uh took that one. Did uh did Aaron or J- or I should go into moderator, uh, Aaron or Rohit. Who uh, who took that there? Rohit was standing with uh, MAGA Trump, and uh, Aaron standing with Sleepy Joe. So with that, we're going to question number two. Is it okay for people to wish Donald Trump to die now that he has COVID nineteen?
1: All right, Aaron, you go first.
0: I am gonna say this as eloquently as possible. For those people who feel that their uh, well-being, their family members have been hurts, been caused sickness or death, they've lost their businesses, they've lost their livelihood, and all because of Trump, as we know what he did, how he lied to the American public and was inactive in his uh in his quest to stop this virus for his own gain. It's factual because we know it, because he said it. Uh, if you have been affected in that way, I believe you can wish whatever you want on someone if, they, if you feel that they have affected you. Just like people who, uh, who have someone who, who was murdered in their family and the person on, is on death row and they want that person to die, they're allowed to feel that way so i believe this is in the hands of the person uh to wish him to die me personally i don't want him to die i don't think that that's uh what what we would want as a country or even in justice i don't think we should wish him to die i think he did get what was coming to him because he ignored this and tried to use this and of course he was a bound to get it uh i do want him to Play out his next thirty days, lose, and uh, and then gets what get get what's coming to him from the courts, and whatever that leads to, that's what should happen. But uh, that's what I feel.
1: All right, um, and you came in twelve seconds with, with twelve seconds to spare. All right, here's Road what ahead. I think what about the topic about yes. wanting and wishing for his death. Um, we talk about free speech, and I am the last person that would ever want to monitor thought, monitor, ever want to monitor speech. So I actually think if people are out there, they're tweeting that they hope he dies, as whether it's distasteful or not, I'm happy people are doing it, because that, again, reinforces freedom of speech. There's a lot of countries on this planet, if you had a sick prime minister, you'd a sick president, you are going to get in a lot of trouble. For saying that and what makes this country great there's many things that make it bad but what makes it great is that you can say this you can tweet this you can make really hilarious memes about it and you know not everybody means it a lot of people do so and even if they do that's their own business you know saying something doesn't mean taking action on something and if people want to wish him horrible you know what they have every right to it's their American God-given right Um, And now what I will say is don't then later try and claim the moral superiority, because, again, as soon as you play down to his level, you are on his level. And that's the way it is.
0: Exactly what I feel is why uh, Biden won the debates, because he did not play down to Trump's level. You can't. If he did it, people would be ripping Biden apart for playing down to that level.
1: I mean, people only talked about Trump after the debate. And I think if you're, if you're talking about that, it, that's, it's that attention that I think is what matters. It's, people don't care. But like I said, we, we'll let the listeners decide. But I do think that policy is not as important as personality anymore in politics. So,
0: so that's, thank you. That's question two. We have uh, two differing opinions of the same opinion. Uh, so uh, Rohit or Aaron, we don't know. So now we're on to... We're both right? We're both right? Or did someone say... But uh, anyway... (laughs) uh, Now, uh, topic three. Does Trump actually have the virus? Coronavirus, COVID-19. Rohit, to you.
1: Yes, he does. Um, I think it's... The fact that he has been hospitalized the fact that he is in getting treatment there it's it was one publicity stunt for him to sort of get the military to clear out a square so he can walk across the street to a church with that he's never been to with the Bible in his hand that he's never read that was that's a stunt right Um, the for him to use hospital resources a hospital bed get out of the White House and for him to even tweet about it I, I don't think that there's many reasons for him to lie about it. Obviously. Um, I do think he does have it. Um, and remember, this is a guy that doesn't want to be seen as weak. He's a guy that it's even afraid of soul. He's creeped out by military veterans who have lost limbs, right? He didn't want yep. them featured on stage. He's grossed out by weakness. Him being sick is a weakness, which again, there's never been a personality in American history. That has been able to turn any sort of tragedy or any sort of controversy or anything into his benefit and mark my words he's going to find a way to turn him having COVID into a big benefit um, so i think that he does have it and and therefore he's not afraid of saying that if he has it because he will find a way to spin it so yes all right now
0: uh we've heard rohit's argument now uh, going to aaron wolf wolf aaron alright so here's what I think I believe he has it I believe he has it pretty bad I think they hopped him up on a bunch of drugs to get him to uh, uh, the copter what Marine One and uh, I love how they call it Marine One too it's like Marine One because uh, the, the, re- the reality host gets to fly in it but look I believe he has it I believe it's serious enough where this is all happening because it only makes him look bad. Yes, he'll try to spin it, but how much can you spin a virus that you denied that you call the hoax and now you have it and now you're at the hospital and you're the most sick of any president since Reagan got shot in the early eighties. Um, so, and you're, and you went and did this to yourself. You like went to rallies and did exactly what Joe Biden's not doing so that because and you made fun of Joe Biden at the debate for wearing a mask this was again why I think he lost uh Trump lost you you made fun of how big a mask Joe Biden always wears and you don't need that mask and then you have the disease so i i definitely think he has it because he wouldn't do this if he was asymptomatic and could pull off having it but not telling anyone he would do that uh i also think He's going to do some sort of spin if he doesn't die. um, He's going to do some sort of spin. He also could die like we don't know this disease. He's not exactly the uh, the body type and age to handle the disease well. So if he doesn't die, um, I think he will try to spin it. I just don't think it's going to work anymore and there's not enough time.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, though, if he dies, look at who we have as president. For a few days, for a few days, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's you've never seen more polar opposite personalities in the history of just people, like humans. No, (laughs) wait. You're saying Mike Pence is a human? Yeah. Well, suppose it. I mean, he's got some sort of DNA. I do believe. Um,
0: Wait. Let's 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 side debate this real quick. We just each get like thirty seconds. Because as we so Trump having the virus, we both think in different ways. It's how it's going to come out. But uh, do do you Rohit? Do you think that Mike Pence is human?
1: Um. I mean, what is human? Like, is it is it (laughs) your bones and your flesh and your DNA, or is it something societal? Right, and um, if he was somebody. That truly was a human. Um, I think he he would feel. I think he'd be a bit more modernized. You know. I think that maybe he is capable of it. Um, But yes, I think he stretches the biological definition. I think think I'm I'm
0: going to disagree wholeheartedly here. This is up for debate. I believe he is not human. I believe these TV pastors make a ton of money, and they wanted to create a vice president. For them, a incredibly white right wing, incredibly backwards thinking, uh, incredibly chauvinistic. I mean, you name it what Mike Pence actually stands for, if you care to read about it. I believe that a bunch of these TV pastors who stand for all the same stuff, like went into bed with like a TV pastor version of Elon Musk, created an AI vice president, AI senator. And that's Mike Pence. I believe Mike Pence is 100 percent artificial intelligence, a fake person
1: I mean, I hope so, maybe he's an n p c you know, and we'll see but i I think that um I think we may never might never find out until they do that just you know until one day they do an autopsy well, and, and, and time
0: is up, and time is up, time is up on this uh segment of mic that's a human uh so on to the next one uh, <clears throat> Uh, how does this situation with uh, Donald Trump being in, in Walter Reed and COVID, how does it change how our government is run? Is it negative or is it positive? Aaron, take. Well, I actually think this helps our country. I believe that all Donald Trump has done is divide us and divide us and divide us and divide us and, divide us and pit people against each other and cause violence on the streets. And it was escalating and escalating and escalating to maybe a point of no return. And this is a way to stop people from, stop the Proud Boys from going in and uh, inciting riots, stop uh, protesters from protesting for a bit, and also stop whatever it is that he was doing as president to help the country, which I don't think was anything. It just kind of stops, which I think is a good thing because I think our country needed a timeout to just like not have we don't need him we don't what has he done to help in the last four years nothing so to have it just be about is he healthy or not and let the let us as citizens do our jobs um, I think is a good thing I think it helps right
1: now I might be an idiot I still like so so what you're saying is he was because he's out sick the country can keep running
0: I'm saying the country the country will run better with him being sick and not being in charge and not doing press briefings and not doing tweets and not doing anything and also a bunch of his right hand hand people like Hope Hicks like his i if you uh wife quote unquote uh Melaton- Melania uh all and and some of his uh his chief advisors they're all have covid now so I believe right now we don't need a White House. We don't need a leader like that. We let the Senate and Congress do their thing, and uh, we let, we, he gets a timeout to, uh, to be in Walter Reed, so let's just run it without him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I completely disagree. That, that It doesn't really make any sense because we have the 25th Amendment which invokes that the President is incapacitated, the Vice President is unable to assume duties. There will never be a White House that is not being operated right and if and if it's after the and if it's after the you know the vice president there is a whole chain right of people and those chain are from the same political party so nothing is changing nothing is going to be operated differently even if he's in the hospital for 2 weeks like which i don't think he'll be he maybe he'll quarantine maybe he won't i think that i don't think it's going to change anything people on the left are not less upset people on the right are not less upset Everybody's upset. I don't think this actually changes anything. If anything, it's a commonality. I don't know if there's a good or bad judgment you can have because I don't. I think it's just business as usual. I don't think he's still going to be calling shots, and if he's not, Mike Pence is going to be calling shots, and they they have the same agenda.
0: Yeah, maybe. I, I really do think that it's going to put a pause into into this because they're saying basically the White House is an infected area. Like, the White House is they have to decontaminate it. And so many of these people of the Trump right hand people have the virus. So I think it's going to be a lot more about rethinking all that they were doing because they were all walking around holier than thou without masks and just like, like, look, we're, we're invincible and now they're not invincible. And so it's going to be a lot of retempering how our country and the messaging goes out about this because the president of the United States, has the virus so I think there's gonna be a lot of changing of how the rhetoric is during this uh, these next number of days or next number of weeks
1: yeah Yeah. and I'll I'll agree to disagree I think you know presidents we've had well this is a debate we've had had 45 of them I would guarantee that of the 45 presidents we have had many of them have had bouts of sickness and this is just one of the rare times it's actually publicized because of the pandemic. People have had the flu. People have gotten ill. I mean, hell, we had a president of polio, still presidenting. Nothing is going to change. <laughs> nothing is different. It's like it is what it is. And, and our government is built so it can be. So this dude, he still, you know, you still have to have calls with world leaders. You still have to look at bills. You still have to have these major conversations. And if he's incapacitated, somebody else will, because those things do not stop. The most powerful nation in the world does not stop working. does not stop moving.
0: Well, let's uh, let's see what let's let's uh, let the audience decide. Yep. Audience, what do you think? What do you think? Who, who won that? We have a big disagreement here. So now let's go into another topic. This is going to be a very deep topic. Um, this, this stretches to Home Alone 2. If you remember, Donald Trump was in Home Alone 2 for a brief appearance. Uh, the film Home Alone 2 Lost in New York starring Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. do you believe it is okay for people to be making jokes such as the co-star of home alone Two lost in New York now has COVID-19
1: are those Didn't jokes we answer this? yes oh those jokes yeah they're appropriate they're great they're jokes it's freedom of speech they're great you should be able to joke do about you anything. approve
0: of the joking of the health of the president of the United States Yes, And I'll go a step further I think that joke's really funny I think that when people are extra Clever with their joke instead of just uh, Before we were saying wishing death Upon him so that's not joking That's very serious Making comedic jokes Like uh, Like the star of Home Alone 2 Or uh, The uh, six times bankrupt uh, Fake billionaire is now In the hospital or the guy who didn't pay four hundred million dollars in taxes is now in the hospital with COVID nineteen. Yeah,
1: about the guy that paid, you know, he's getting tens of thousands of dollars of medical care, who, but he only paid seven hundred fifty dollars for it. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: or that, or we should probably now call it COVID forty five, uh, which is, <laughs> takes a yeah, minute. There's, to there, think there's about. some
1: good memes out there. There's some good memes. Um, so I mean, so he t- hasn't yeah, earned himself the immunity from those jokes quite the opposite.
0: So let the jokes ride. So, so something that isn't very jokey to at least some people is the religious right. So here's the next question. Do you believe that it is okay for the religious right to hang on Jesus and him being an apostle of Jesus Christ sent from God to save us, and now they are crying in the streets because the apostle might die.
1: Well, there's—I think there's very few people that believe that Donald Trump is a Messiah. It's—it's—it's just—it's those crazies that believe he's sent from God, and it's generally people that are in God's waiting room, you know, which is known as Florida. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't think that you know, having grown up, you know, around. Uh, you know a lot of Christianity. I went to Catholic school for twelve years. I can tell you, most people, even in the in those circles, are not even overly religious. You know, you you go to Easter Sunday mass, you go to Midnight Mass on Christmas, you got Easter Su- Sunday mass. Yeah, you, you you go every now and then, and and you have Christmas presents. It is great. Um, now, the question remind me of the question again.
0: Uh, is is it okay to be hanging on? That he is the apostle and that he will be saved as as the the, the speech rhetoric going on right now with uh, the religious right.
1: I mean, don't get me wrong. I think so much of every religion, there's a lot of fucking weirdness. If they <laughs> want to believe that shit. I mean, here, here's the thing. I grew up as you know, I grew up, you know, my parents are Hindu. So we grew up around like, you know, a, so a guy with an elephant head. And someone with, like, nine arms, right? Oh, and I'm like, okay, that's political, ridiculous.
0: Political and elephant head. Yeah, oh, that's exactly. that's right wing.
1: And then I went to Catholic school, and then as a kid, I'm seeing them, okay, they are, like, they have this dude that's, like, dead and mutilated, hanging up in every classroom. <laughs> and then when we go to church, we drink his blood and eat his flesh. So we do zombie shit, right? And, like, like or, 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 sorry, or cannibal shit. And, <laughs> right, so, like, and then you could find I could pick any religion and I could find some absolutely heinously ridiculous stuff about it. And it's not about that stuff. I think it's about the community. It's about, you know, the, the, the togetherness and the people that are that do seem as a messiah. I don't think they're overly religious people. I think they're just very misguided people that are not getting the message of their religion. And if they want to believe it, they can believe it again. Free country. And
0: uh, to, to further that, there was a movie that came out when our last movie came out called The Trump Prophecy which is a film that came out in theaters that people went to see about how Trump is the prophecy from Jesus and God. He is the one. There's a movie made about it, and people went to see it. So there are people who believe it, and okay. I agree. I guess believe what you want. I also think maybe if that's what you believe, it's it might be good to uh, – maybe we should open a clinic and yeah. you can – Uh, go to that clinic and that clinic doesn't have to be in the 50 states. Maybe it can be an island and you can go and work through your problems to figure out that this guy is actually just a con man.
1: Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, Aaron. Anybody that believes that Donald Trump has any sort of connection to anything godly or spiritual, um, they belong in the same category as flat earthers, anti vaxxers, people that believe in astrology. Like, and that was a very intentional knock into all the people that believe in astrology um <laughs> and um like it's just these are people that are believing in crazy things that have no foundation in anything um so yeah the, the, yeah they're just they're loon they're the loony fringe um so yeah that's that that's who they are um and I just treat them as such you know they they sometimes they just need a little help um and and that probably involves professional help
0: <laughs> yes, so we both have come to the agreement with this. The question is who said it better. That's up to you the audience. Probably you. But, uh, I don't who knows. We'll let the audience say see yeah. but the the bottom line is we both agree it's just who said it better about uh, the the looney bin. Um, which leads to the next topic which is uh, Chris Wallace, Richard Nixon the debater will will introduce the topic and then and then we'll go from there. <clears throat> is it okay okay for the mailer for the mailers that went out by Trump last night about the Hollywood elite is it okay for those to be going out while he has covid and now I will as Aaron read the email this went out about uh to me about uh maybe an hour after he like was came out with the tweet that he had COVID-19. Aaron, can you come with me to Los Angeles? I'm hosting a very important event soon, and rather than spend time with the Hollywood elites who hate us, I want to spend time with real patriots like you. Will you join me as my VIP guest? And uh, so since this, again, I am I get both mailers from both campaigns to see what they're both saying. Uh, I guess I'll start with this. Uh, Thank you, Chris Wallace, Richard Nixon. Um, I found this to be absolutely hilarious, <laughs> and maybe it's wrong to think that it's hilarious after someone's been diagnosed with COVID. But to get this, one, I'm not a Hollywood elite by any means, far from it. Uh, I don't even consider myself a Hollywood. I'm just I do make films and TV and stuff, but to send this out that he will meet me in L.A. when he comes to L.A. when he obviously is not coming to L.A. and he just got diagnosed with COVID-19 and uh, it also as we said earlier in this debate that he was in the movie Home Alone 2 Lost in New York and he hosted a show in Hollywood called The Apprentice which he likes to brag was which is not true but he brags was the highest rated show on TV which isn't true it was you know in the top 20 or something I think for a year or two so he's hating on himself in this email. And also he's telling us to do something so we can go to a fundraiser that isn't gonna happen. I just think personally, that in, the, in terms of mailers, this is a new low. There is no lower than you can get than to send out a mailer right after you've been diagnosed with COVID-19 to have the Hollywood elite go down and you're one of them, except you pay less taxes than a lot of them and most of them. I just thought this was everything wrong. Do you see anything or do, what do you think of this, Mailer?
1: This. All right. So with my two minutes, this was the best thing to ever happen. One, he's just trying to give people COVID, um, which is <laughs> hilarious. He's like, come meet me, shake my hand, breathe my mouth air. Um, <laughs> but also, um, here's the thing. There's few things I adore more. Than chaos and chaos comes when you don't listen to your PR people um, I which I've been known to do on my you know in my own personal workplace um, so I think it's so funny because imagine how boring life would be Aaron if Donald Trump listened to PR if Donald Trump gave a fuck about common decency and common sense when it comes to sending things, inviting people to meet you in person, as soon as you know you have to go into quarantine, Um, right? So if we didn't have that, would you and I have a show? Would you and I have these things to laugh about? He's bringing the nation together through these maneuvers. And honestly, I may not love the guy, but I thank him and I salute him for it. So (laughs) yes, For giving us a
0: show and giving us a debate. Yes. Uh, and, and I'll add to that um, that I don't want to say I salute him because he also put a lot of people in danger. Talk about person number one. He held rallies after knowing he'd been exposed to COVID-19. He still went to a bunch of indoor rallies, private rallies. When he knew that his, uh, his right-hand woman slash maybe his uh, uh, mistress, Hope Hicks, um, like had it and was sick and he still went to like Jersey and a few other places. I mean, he's now he's trying to do it in L.A. Don't you dare come to L.A. person number one. Do not infect but how, us.
1: But how is that bad? Because if he's having rallies while he's infected, then all he's doing then is busting the myth that it's some sort of hoax that you don't need a mask. He is only... And the people that are being affected are the ones that are the biggest deniers. They're the climate change deniers. They're the COVID deniers. Okay? They are the ones that are getting sick. All this does, it helps them understand that this is something real. Again, I think maybe I'm looking at the bright side of things, but I think it's great.
0: I'm going to go a step further, and I'm going to say this is one time when Trump has stuck to his word. He has stuck to his word. He said all campaign in 2016 that he is going to drain the swamp. Now he is personally draining the swamp, literally drain the White House. No one is allowed in the White House because of him. He is draining the swamp personally with every breath he takes on another human. So he stuck to his word. He is draining the swamp. He has gathered people in masses. People have died because of him. At his rallies, his buddy Herman Cain died. Now he might die. I mean, talk about draining the swamp. He might drain himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. Um, so,
0: so, so I think is uh I think again similar similar thoughts there, but a little different take. Uh, mine might have been more uh, uh, demonic. Um, so. I guess we got to move on to a, a, a big topic. This is the, probably the most serious one. So uh, our moderator will introduce it. Um, <clears throat> I would like to dive into a series of conspiracies equated with Trump getting COVID-19. So now, will I, can I read those conspiracies? And then you go yep. first. There are around 10 different possibilities that I've at least come up with. Um, that are floating around. Tell me if you think I'm crazy, which I appreciate our moderator not asking that, but tell me if you think I'm crazy. Here's a few theories. Trump is lying to get out of the debates. Trump is going to show everyone it's not a big deal. Go to the hospital for three days, come back, say, look, this wasn't a big deal. Trump is using this to transfer the power to Pence because he thinks he's going to lose. And he doesn't ever want to lose. It's a distraction to get everyone to stop talking about Melania's tapes, which we haven't even gotten into. But uh, Melania's uh, tapes where she berated Christmas and kids in cages and so on. Uh, He wants sympathy from his base because he's now the sick person. Nonstop sympathetic news coverage will use a drug he has ties to for the cure. The stock market will crash, US will be vulnerable without him, and he is the only one who can save us. And now no one is talking about his taxes. Are any of those theories or conspiracies or thoughts do any of those resonate with you, Rohit?
1: Well, I mean on the premise of would you rather up absolutely not, because he really has it. I think he does. So I don't think he planned to have it. I do think he will take advantage of all of those. Like again, there there is He's a media mastermind. He can turn any situation into something positive for him. He can manipulate anything to work for him. And yeah, so I think all of the above are going to be factored. in, But I do not think that there's a conspiracy of why he did it to do, you know, for those things. I just think that those are just outcomes of him having it.
0: Well, I'm going to disagree slightly. Uh, I agree that he got it and didn't want to get it. I believe the moment he got it and realized that it was going to come out, he got it. I bet he already has a bunch of these topics in his head and I bet within the next day or two, as long as, again, he doesn't get sicker and die, um, these are going to be talking points. So it's like, oh, I've got COVID-19. Now I'm going to pivot it to make it really dramatic so that I look like a hero. So do I think he might be trying to exacerbate the topic and make it more dramatic get rid of people talking about his taxes, bury the Melania tapes, which were really damning because she, uh, there's her voice saying that kids in cages and Christmas and all kinds of stuff that she supposedly thought about. She sounds just like a bully, just like she, uh, just like her husband. And, uh, and I, I actually thought the moment I heard it, Oh, he's going to, the stock market will go down and then he's going to see, look, you need me for the market to go to be okay. So I do think that he's probably already planning and we will see these pivots over the next few days.
1: Oh yeah uh, I mean it's it's we're a few weeks away from the elections like he'd be an idiot if he wasn't planning them like if he wasn't ready to take action doesn't matter what party you're from you have to be able to make sure you're ready to, to, to handle whatever scenario is thrown at you. So yeah I think I don't think it's a bad thing that he's prepared because I think that's it's expected that he be prepared
0: so then uh, with that in mind, is there any one in particular that you think – because I just said I think the, uh, the uh, stock market and his taxes are the two biggest reasons that he wants. Like this is great for his tax returns, and I think it's great for him to say, you need me for the stock market. Um, oh, and the Melania tapes. Those are my three. Was there anything else like transferring to power to Pence or um, no debates? Now he doesn't have to do more debates. Those kinds of things. Do any of those resonate
1: with you more? Yeah, probably the, the more debates. I mean, here's the thing. Not having to do those debates only helps him. You know, like it doesn't give Joe Biden a chance to talk about issues because it was all about Trump yelling and screaming. There was no chance for people to get a fundamental understanding of what issues are. And so everybody's done is defaulting to personality and tribe, whichever party that they're used to voting for or whichever personality they like better, that is who they're voting for. So this means that we can stay away from, he can stay away from the issues that we as citizens don't get to hear truly a debate on actual issues. And then if the status quo in dialogue is maintained in this country, Trump wins. The only way Biden wins is if he has a finds a way to change the conversation. Taking away the debates does not help Biden.
0: So, I agree and disagree. I really do believe Biden will win this. I think more now than ever. Um, I just don't see any way that Trump can overcome this because he can't do his rallies. He can't do anything right now. He's going to try to, but people aren't going to be paying attention. And the big hoax, he got it. So, I just don't see it. But can that lead into, or do you have a a rebuttal? I
1: I think people pay attention to every fucking whistle and fart that comes out of Donald Trump. I mean, his post about having him him having COVID-19 got almost one million retweets. Not one million likes, one million retweets. Anything this guy does, the media talks about. He owns the media. There's no way people won't talk about him. They're going to follow him every breath. He just posted a video an hour ago. That's already got a hundred thousand retweets. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's <laughs> him just talking to camera, probably saying he's okay. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's like Joe Biden for him to win has to take the attention from Donald Trump. And he has to if he's going to also and he has to do it in a way that is also helping him get, out, get the issues out and just show how much more dignified he is. I don't know how anybody, especially now, with him being, with Donald Trump being sick, is going to be able to capture that attention away from him.
0: And all right, let's see. We, we disagree here, so we'll leave it to the audience. Who, who thinks that uh, in this case, uh, who won this, uh, this topic? Did Rohit or did Aaron? Because um, there's obviously a disagreement here, which leads us to our last topic. And this is a big one. There are people going around on the the Twitter net saying that COVID has officially endorsed President Trump. (laughs) And so, Rohit, do you believe that COVID has officially now endorsed President Donald Trump?
1: I mean, it's pretty funny because I also saw a tweet that's saying uh, COVID caught Trump. <laughs> um <and so laughs> I mean I, I, I think there's two entities, two places. When if you ask any human on earth what do you think of when you think of COVID, they're gonna say Donald Trump or they're gonna say the country of China? That's really probably gonna be the top two answers. The entire country knows Sorry, the entire planet knows China was the first to have it widely. Right. And they dealt with it. Right. The rest of the world dealt with it. But, it, you know, there's this point of origin. But also then the U.S. has been unable to deal with it. And it is officially it, it's it's this is Trump's disease, whether he likes it or not. He is he will forever beat the president that was tied to a pandemic. A president that could not handle a pandemic. <laughs> there is no, there's no COVID without Trump. There's no Trump without COVID. And as long as COVID's here, again, people will be talking about Trump. And he doesn't care if it's bad talk or good talk, they are talking about Trump. And the media created Trump. The media continues to build that fortification around his persona. It's the media that talks about it, it's the media that reports on everything that he does. And while as long as they do, he's going to win. And as long as Corona is what's top of mind in the media, so is Donald Trump. So yeah, it is his disease. Um, Trump caught, COVID caught Trump, Trump caught COVID, COVID endorsed Trump because as long as he's around doing his thing, COVID has a great chance of doing the same thing as well.
0: So uh, my my turn, My, my clock please. So I I also believe that COVID-19, which will now be known as COVID-45 or the Trump virus, uh, (laughs) officially endorsed Donald Trump. Joe Biden did not get it because he has handled this in the way you should, which is you wear a mask, you stay away from crowds and you give your speeches like to drive ins and stuff that he's been doing. Um, If you
1: have a wood table, can you just quickly knock on it? Because I don't have any wood next to me. Because yeah, you're like, fine. He doesn't have it. Yeah, like let us let's, let's just not jinx shit, dude. Like, but for
0: now, he does, he passed, he tested negative and uh, yeah, and so on. So I do believe that COVID nineteen, COVID forty five, the Trump virus, officially endorsed Trump. And I do believe that with that endorsement to his base, he will try somehow to show that he is strong because of it, because it's his virus. It endorsed him. I also think that'll totally backfire because there's too many ads that are going to run saying it's a hoax and then it's and you know it's just going to go away and I knew about it but I'm not going to tell the American people because I'm not going to panic and it's going to cut right to him and saying I have COVID-19 and his tweet and him walking into to into Walter Reed and so on. And to me it's it's like a hand-fed endorsement by Covid45 that says here's ads for you to make here's positions for you to make team Biden to show that this guy is the ultimate joke.
1: Can you imagine a giant COVID just on stage next to his re-inauguration, <laughs> just wearing a big red fucking MAGA hat. And it's just like f- this floating orb, you know, with <laughs> these like tentacular things out coming out of it. And then it, it gets a chance to talk also. And it's just like blurg, but you just know it's like <laughs> thanking Donald Trump for keeping Keeping uh, the Libre. COVID virus around, so um, we have a language for COVID nineteen. COVID
0: nineteen actually <laughs> has a language. It's blee, So we have that. you know slightly differing opinions of of what the endorsement of COVID nineteen slash uh, COVID forty five slash Trump virus is going to do for Trump. But we do both agree that COVID nineteen has now officially endorsed Donald Trump. So. Which leads us to the very last thing we're going to do. So it's up to you, the audience, to tell us who won this debate. What we are going to do now, which is uh, is we're going to see how the debate plays to you as it happened with Rohit trying to defend Donald Trump about a topic.
1: Wait, what? Wait, wait, I don't understand. So... Are we just redoing what we did, or we, or what's happening?
0: I want to do the sun thing. Okay. Unless you don't want to do it, do you want to try it?
1: Well, yeah, we can try. We can always cut it. Yeah,
0: let's cut it if it doesn't work, but let's try it.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay,
0: so moderator is going to announce, introduce a question, and Rohit, you have two minutes to answer it, and I will be Trump trying to make my point. Uh. Mr. Trump, you have said, and I quote, by the end of 2021, you will use Space Force and land a man on the sun. Mr. Vice President Biden, or Rohit, will Rohit, will you please uh, tell why you do not think this will happen?
1: Well, Donald, I think, um, you know, first of all, thank you for bringing funding back to interstellar travel in some format with Space Force. Now... You're so welcome. You know, I love space. Long,
0: I love space. I'm the best for space.
1: You've lived a long, successful life. Now, Mr. Trump, I feel like you may have accomplished almost everything there is to accomplish, right? You have hosted the most successful television show of all time. You have the most successful business of all time. I invented TV. Please, please. I invented TV. You pretty much reinvented TV and made it what it is okay you run the media and you became president of the most powerful nation in the world the best president ever any interference. The, best president, the
0: hugest best president ever please get it right please
1: right so, so mr. Trump you do agree you've accomplished pretty much anything anyone can hope for right yes okay so I have a challenge for you what if you in the same way that you've conquered our hearts And our planet what if you could take that to a whole new space what if you could not only try and rule the biggest object in our solar system but at the same time get free tans as you get closer to it and do that how would you feel about that mr. Trump
0: it's a fantastic idea it's the best idea I already had that idea except I'm going to have you go first because I believe you know better than I how to uh, uh, be the example, and I am obviously the leader, so I will be leading you as you take Space for us there first and land someone on the sun, and I, it'll be all on me. Uh, it's, I did it. I'm the best. I did it. And okay. you will land on, so, spa- on, on the sun first, Rohit. So, so I am going so to sign I- you up. You have no choice. You have no rights. You are just going to go to the sun now.
1: So as I take off um- – <laughs> then I'll wave to you and and the whole world will watch this I'll be the first person ever to fly on a one way mission to the sun after after I'm
0: after I'm I'm inaugurated for my second term second because remember I had my first term so now it's my second term after that we will send you because we're going to wait because then we want to see what happens and thank you for agreeing that we will land a man on the sun and then we will develop an entire economy for the sun
1: (laughs) I can't wait to be a pioneer.
0: And so with that, <laughs> we have now uh, finished our debate, including landing a man on the sun, which will be Rohit. Uh, Rohit, uh, any, any final takeaways from uh, this very special, very important debate for The Hopeless Show?
1: Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We always talk about how, you know... Um, You know, we're never running out of topics with the hopelessness. I think it was just amazing. We were able to dedicate an entire show to one bit of news. Um, And it was a major bit of news. And I think the topic kept flowing. The conversation was great. Um, And I'm glad that I got someone that I can have these spirited debates with.
0: That's, you know what? And that's what I hope uh, when uh, Vice President Biden and President Trump listen to the show, uh, to our show. I hope they can learn something from us, that you can have a debate about everything from conspiracies to COVID-19 to landing a man on the sun. And it can be in the spirit of the debate and the spirit of discussion as opposed to just yelling.
1: I like it. You know, we can set a shining example. You know, this is the art of the deal of the debate. So um, I'm Jewish. It's,
0: uh, It's the art of the spiel.
1: The art of the spiel. Um, I like that. So the art of the spiel, it was a great episode. Um, we hope everybody enjoyed this. We hope everybody took sides and we yep. hope that you will reply to us and let us know who you think won each topic. Shoot us an email and we will read those answers on our next episode.
0: And because with that, I'm the Aaron Wolf. Um, um,
1: Vohit for Rohit with the number four.
0: And... We cannot win. It's the hopeless show on all social medias and we cannot wait for next week's episode, but we had to interrupt with this special episode. So thank you for listening. Let us know who won the debate. And with that, we are
1: out of here later. Go watch tar.